Entertainers, welcome to Season 3 of the Bending Librarian Podcast. I'm your librarian, Christina, and the library is officially open. This episode is The Chain by Adrian McKinty, and here is the 90-second or less summary roundup. Imagine you get a phone call saying your loved one has been kidnapped. The only way to see them again is by paying $50 in ransom and to do the exact same thing to another family. Go to the police, you'll die. Call their bluff, you'll die. Try to figure out who's behind all of this, you will die. The only way to live in peace again is by following the rules of the chain. What would you do? To give more background to the story, there's Rachel, the mom, Kylie, the daughter, and then Pete, the uncle slash ex-brother-in-law. Now, a little bit more of the family, or at least Rachel specifically, she is a divorced single parent who is also a cancer survivor. The father, her ex-husband is present, especially like throughout this book. He makes an appearance here and there, but the relationship is somewhat okay between Kylie and himself but he's not really important so forget that but still Rachel is doing this by herself so she gets a call one day that Kylie has been kidnapped and the only way for for her to see Kylie again is to do everything that they say in the order that they say it she has to get and and wire on the through what (laughs) what (laughs) she has to wire 50 g's through the dark web Who has that kind of money? Who? Wouldn't be me. (laughs) I would have lost the game already. On top of that, she has to get a burner phone, which, okay, I could do that. And now she has to stalk a family, know their social media, know their schedule in order to kidnap another child so that she can see her child again. And it doesn't end there. She then has to scare that family into doing the exact same thing that's happening to her. In other words, this chain game never ends. It just doesn't. That's what makes this book dope for me. If you don't know, I'm the type where I love what would you do in this situation kind of book. It's pretty intense. Someone you love has been kidnapped and they're asking all of these things of you. What are you going to do? Like, this is a struggle. Like, I'm struggling with trying to get this review out. Like, I don't know what's going on today. And going into the book itself, I liked it. It's broken up into two parts. The first part deals with during the kidnapping. How is Rachel coping? What are the moves that she's making to get Kylie back? Meanwhile, Kylie is also coping and dealing with being kidnapped. Does she try to figure out who the kidnappers are? Does she plan in her mind to escape? How to escape? Where is she going to go when she escapes? Adrian McKinty does a good job with showing those two different perspectives of mother and daughter in this situation. The second part is not only after the kidnapping, the aftermath of it all, but it's also the dismantling of the chain. Rachel is determined to dismantle the chain by any means necessary, and it's really seeing on whether or not she can do it, especially in her predicament. She doesn't go to the cops, but she goes to someone else who has been through the experience many years ago, which you would think is great. 
But the chain has told you specifically, if you try to comfort them, they will end you. So in other words, she's kind of poking the bear in order to bring the chain down. Yeah. One of the reasons that I really like this book and I think that it's dope is that there were many moments that felt intense. There were some decisions that needed to be made from Rachel and with the help of Pete, her, her ex-brother-in-law. I mean, she had to be a fighter, but at the same time, she's doing this to another child in order to get hers back. And I didn't care for Rachel, but for the most part, I kind of respected her decision-making skills sometimes. Sometimes you have to do what you have to do in order to get your family back, no matter how strange and odd this family really was. They definitely deserved each other, but you still have to do what you got to do. And another reason why I like this book is that I felt like the villain origin story of this was pretty solid. In the second half of the book, which isn't really a spoiler, but I'm going to say spoiler anyways, in the second half of the book, you get the perspective of the villain not the full second half there are snippets of the of the villain it starts off with the past with growing up and I feel like that was pretty solid instead of saying in the last maybe couple chapters oh the villain is the way that they are because they were pushed down by Jimmy the bully okay a lot of kids get bullied I don't understand the connection between this and stealing a child and asking for 50 G's and ransom. That doesn't make sense. With this, there was an actual lead way up into it. And I like that. Again, it was pretty solid. Here are the things that bothered me about the book, no matter how dope it is. <laughs> the first one was that the chain itself just was not believable. Honestly, it would have been believable if this had been going on for maybe a year maybe or maybe even like a couple months like this is something that's new well that wasn't the case in this book uh, apparently this had been going on for years and on top of that they have a certain amount of time to get the job done so with Kylie getting kidnapped Rachel getting called this happened I want to say within a span of maybe three to five days and even then I feel like I'm being nice it felt longer but it wasn't. So the point that I'm trying to make is if you do all the math, this is happening on the Northeast coast. If every three days or every week, a child is getting kidnapped, ransom is being asked for, the Northeast is not that big. It was just hard for me to believe that police or FBI weren't called onto the scene doesn't matter how how much you're trying to avoid it it just didn't make sense to me that they were never caught I wasn't buying it another part that just wasn't believable to me was the ending I felt like we went from this thriller suspense book to all of a sudden an action-packed thing where spoiler 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 Rachel and Pete come in guns blazing killing everybody and I'm sorry, but a cancer patient slash survivor and a druggie under the influence does not make sense for me to believe as I'm reading it that they were able to take down and dismantle the chain. I felt the author was really trying to wrap up the story and kind of have an, a happy ending. And 
no, sir, you took me through all of this, this intense story, and then you want to give me an action-packed movie? No, unacceptable. I'm not buying it, and I really felt like the ending should have been a lot better considering what I've went through. <laughs> like, anyways, despite those two things, I really, really, really did enjoy this book, and I definitely would recommend it for people who like thrillers, suspense, which leads me into my rating system. So I rate the books that I read in three categories. The first one is the description or presentation of the book. Did what the author present match with the actual story that was written? I'm going to give this a five. I think if you were to actually read the flap of the book and then read the book, it matched up perfectly with what was going on. I wasn't surprised or shocked with anything that came, I, I didn't feel bamboozled in a side story or by the title of the book with what was giving. It matched perfectly. And also, too, I did not know this, but he got this idea from stories of actual Mexican exchange kidnappings where this is a thing. And I did not fully research what the Mexican exchange kidnappings, like how many there were or the statistics or the statistics, what? I am struggling today. <laughs> I did not research the statistics on these Mexican exchange kidnappings. However, I did look up a report that happened in 2018 where like this actually happened. And some of the other articles, when I did a quick Google search, there were many articles saying like, the kidnappings are out of control, it's really bad, all this other stuff. So it's a real thing. But I think that the presentation of it was, like the ending was just a little too much and the chain itself just wasn't, uh, it just wasn't believable considering this has been going on for years and no one has been able to dismantle them until a drug addict and a cancer patient were able to do it themselves. Anyways, personal enjoyment or engagement of the book. I'd give this a 4.5. Again, pretty much like I said, the believability part of it wasn't rocking with me. And then Rachel just wasn't likable, in my opinion. And I'm not saying that I have to like this character because I feel like a lot of the characters I talk about in my reviews, I don't like. So I'm not saying that I have to like characters in order for for the book to be good. I'm not saying that, but... I just didn't rock with. Again, I understand you got to do things for your family. Um, do what you have to do. And I stand by that. But just other decisions in her personal life. I was just like, girl, you're messy. Anyways, that has nothing to do with me liking or enjoying the book. But it still gets a 4.5. And then last but not least, the rereadability part. The chances of me picking this book up again and reading it, I would give this also a 4.5. It was really good. This was a really dope book. And so that is 9, 14, 14 out of 15, like pretty solid where I really enjoyed it. And again, I would recommend it for any thrill seeker, suspense seeker out there. So if you read this book, what do you think? Did you like it? Have you read anything else from Adrian McKenzie? Let me know by following me on Instagram at 
The Binging Librarian. Let's talk about it, let's chat, let's discuss. And with that, the library is officially closed.